1950s was a prime influence in creating the hermetically sealed white bread paradigm that has become a cultural stereotype for the decade. Typical fare included the fun-filled family life of the Danny Thomas show, along with reassurances that father knows best. But writer Rod Serling was making waves by looking at the darker side of contemporary American culture in thought-provoking mid-50s television masterpieces such as Patterns and Requiem for a Heavyweight. I'm Jessica Lynn Verde, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for November 24th. And it was on this day in 1958 that Serling turned his lens towards sci-fi as the Desilu Playhouse presentation of The Time Element aired on CBS. It was to be his first step towards the Twilight Zone. The time element focused on businessman Peter Jensen, as played by William Bendix. In this episode, he relates his disturbing recurring dreams to his psychoanalyst, Dr. Gillespie, played by Martin Balsam. It seems Jensen's nighttime journeys have been placing him in Honolulu, Hawaii, on December 6th in 1941, scant hours before the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor. His warning to those in the past are disregarded, while Dr. Gillespie cannot accept Jensen's story since time travel is impossible. Jensen's dreams continue as he catnaps on Gillespie's couch, and the infamous events of December 7th, 1941, become Jensen's reality. Jensen vanishes from the psychoanalyst's couch as the confused Dr. Gillespie heads to a local bar, where we discover Jensen's strange fate. Bert Granite, producer for the Westinghouse Desilu Playhouse, discovered the time element script in the CBS vaults. He had been on a hunt for an original Rod Serling teleplay, as he believed that would raise the prestige of his new show. Serling had written this first sci-fi effort earlier in 1958 with the intention of starting his own anthology series, but he had sold it to the network with no promise of production. The elements that would form the core of The Twilight Zone were already present in the production, including unexplained events, opening and closing narrations, and an eerie twist ending. While the time element serves as a prototype for The Twilight Zone, there are some notable differences. Chief among those is the lack of Rod Serling doing the in-episode narration. Before and after the story, we get additional commentary from the series host, Desi Arnaz. Desi fully supported Serling's script, but television audiences were not yet used to having such mind bleepery displayed on their cathode ray tubes. As such, Desi basically tries to explain the episode to his audience in the last segment of the show. This is surreally followed by an onset commercial for a Westinghouse refrigerator and then a brief cameo from Lucille Ball teasing next week's show. More important for Rod Serling was his brush with censorship. The original draft of the script had time traveler Peter Jensen hopelessly trying to convince military officials of the impending attack, but Westinghouse did not like the portrayal of the U.S. armed forces in this matter. In the aired episode, Jensen instead heads for a newspaper office to make his case. The time element itself spent a fair amount of time in the wilderness. As it was not part of the production run of The Twilight Zone, it rarely aired on television and was 
was largely forgotten. Fortunately, it was added to the Twilight Zone Complete Series Blu-rays in 2010 and can also be found on online streaming services. Still, the time element achieved its proof-of-concept goals. The response to the show was extremely positive, with over 6,000 letters of praise mail quickly arriving at the producer Burt Granite's office. Serling was very soon in talks with CBS to make his sci-fi fantasy anthology series a reality, and the actual Twilight Zone pilot, Where Is Everybody?, would air in 1959. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for November 24th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.